It's time for the podcast from two guys who still think fart jokes are funny. It's the Morning Five, sponsored by Marine South. You know what that day is? Taco Tuesday! Shane Spikeman. Taco Tuesday! <laughs> they built for speed or for comfort? You get nothing and like it. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the morning five for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. And as always, we are back, 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 baby. And we're back on WK Five Nine. We're back. <laughs> Even if you don't want us back, we're back. I, I knew that would get you going. And we're back. Uh, today, great skit on today, SNL. Today, Bryce. Oh, God, it's the greatest. Nick Lackey's farting I, in here, you guys. Got, I've actually gotten Eric doing it on Friday nights now. <laughs> and it's really funny. That were black. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> uh, today is uh, it's it's a weird day because to, today is National Food Day. Yes, I'm in for that. <laughs> uh, yes, I enjoy food. So I am yeah. on board with the National Food Day for sure. National Food Day. National Food uh, Day. There we go, buddy. Right up our alley. Right up our alley. <laughs> it's uh, also National Bologna Day. I'm a huge fan of Bologna, man. Um, yeah, I, me too. I, I tell this story. I, I'm sure I've told it on the podcast before. I went up to New Jersey uh, to work with our for our company. This was man, Braxton was still like a, like a newborn baby. So this was uh, 10, 10 years ago, eleven years ago, however old he is. Um, but we went up to New Jersey, and you know when you're traveling with the company, they pay for all your food. So w- we were up there for a month. So we went grocery shopping, and I come out of the grocery store with a loaf of bread, a bottle of mustard, and two things of bologna. And uh, James was with us, and he was like, "He was like, dude, do you like? Do you need some money? Do you, can you not get anything else in there?" I'm like, "What are you talking about, man?" He was like, "Well, I just you just you just got like a loaf of bread, some bologna and mustard. Like, do you need some help? Like, do you need some do you need some money to like you know get some groceries before they can reimburse you?" And I was like, "No, no, this is what I eat for lunch. This is what I enjoy. I like bologna sandwiches with mustard on them. I'm a simple man." <laughs> So yeah, even even when the company's paying for food, I still get bologna. It's also National uh, Jamaican Jerk Day. Oh, all right, all right. I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Jamaican Jerk. Billy, what other things do you like to jerk other than Jamaicans? <laughs> I can't even move on from that. I mean, you uh, know, you got like Jamaican Jerk Day, Puerto Rican Jerk Day. Bolivian jerk day. You know, there's a lot of different days we can jerk around here. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a lot of jerks. It actually is pretty good. Um, and if you've never had it, there's a really good Jamaican restaurant in Villarica um next to crap. What I what convenience store is it? I forget what convenience store is, but if you're if you're on 61 heading south going towards Carrollton, uh after you pass the Vplex on your left and before you get to the left-hand turn to go to um Fairfield. Wait, wait, wait. wait, if we're going towards Carrollton, the right. Vplex would be on our right. Correct. Yes. Yeah. V- after you pass the you v- said Vplex on the left. Nope. I said after you pass the Vplex on your left is what I meant. Is oh. the, is the Jamer- is the Jamaican place? Uh, really good, man. They have they have amazing Jamaican food. Um, jerk stuff. If nobody's ever had it, it's like a very very spicy. 
but they have awesome wings and stuff. At, I forget what the name of it is, but uh, be on the lookout for it. That if you like Jamaican used food. to be a barbecue place. I know exactly what you're talking about. Did it about. really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't I didn't know that. Um, let me see if I can pull up the yeah. name of this real quick because I feel Jamaican Cafe One. Uh, it's right on the corner of uh, 61 and Flat Rock Road. It's really good. That's it. Yep. 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 yep, yep. I yep. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That place used to be a barbecue place, and that barbecue place was, it was good. It was just very, um, it, it fit alongside our uh, day today. Okay. Um, okay. Gotcha. If you know what I'm saying. I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. I, I had, speaking of barbecue, um, I had Jones barbecue for the first time this weekend. Uh, and that place was amazing. Temple. Yeah. Yeah. Out in Temple. Yeah. yeah. That place was amazing, dude. I ordered the, uh, the, the, I think I ordered the barbecue brisket sandwich with a side of stew. And it was fantastic, man. I had a little sample of, of all the food my, my kids ordered and that was all great. Uh, I will be a repeat visitor at Jones barbecue. That place is amazing. Yeah. All right, let's get into our power rankings. Power rankings. Power rankings presented by Linor or He-Man. Your company name right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's start <laughs> with that. Here. Let's start with high school. Bryce, you and I are on the same page as we have been pretty much all season for the most part. And uh, number one, and this is, could change this Carrollton. week. This could change this week because uh, there's a lot yes. of football going on. But yeah, hit me up with it. Carrollton Central Bowden one two three. Yep. Uh, there's there's no doubt. There's no argument there between the the one two three. There really isn't. There shouldn't be. No, there shouldn't um, be. Those three have. Uh, you know what? I, I I will even go as far to say the top four should be solidified. I think the top four have proven that they are a step above their that. competition. I would agree with that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But definitely one, two, three. For sure. Um, yep. Bremen, at, Bremen at four. And Bremen continues to do really good things. Um, they are now seven and one on the year. They've got two games left, including a uh, possible region championship this Friday against Adairsville. So that's huge. Um, and that would be the first region championship since 2008, as we mentioned yesterday. Let's go. Uh, Vill- Villarica at five. Obviously, that's... That's the next one in line. You have to put Villarica there. Yeah. Like, uh, like the way after they're playing that, right now. it's Hard County and Temple. And those two Woo! could swap this Friday. Yes, after they could. This, this game that they're having. Mount Zion will be on the road and they will be facing Christian Heritage on Friday. They're at eight. And then uh, Harrison County is facing Murray County, I think, on Friday. And they, they're at nine. So, again, the high school rankings Carrollton, Central, Bowden. Bremen, Villarica, Hurd, Temple, Mount Zion, Harrelson County. Man, some big matchups this week. I know we're going to talk about it later in the week, but, dude, some huge matchups in high school football this Friday night. Huge. 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 Give me your college. All right, so hitting up college power rankings. Right now, this is what I got. I got Michigan at number one. They're the most complete team. Although the allegations that are swirling around them, man, that could put a big hamper on a season that for Michigan fans, I said this before the season began, this is probably the most talented team Jim Harbaugh's ever had up in Michigan. Uh, and this is one of the most talented teams that Michigan's had since maybe the 90s. Uh, and that, But that black cloud that's ho- hanging over them with these allegations about pre-scouting, that could really derail 
what could possibly be a magical season for the Michigan Wolverines. At number two, I have Washington. They continue to roll, man. I like the way they play. Um, this is, for my money, the second best team that I've seen all year uh, in college football. Uh, they, they play a big complete brand. Phoenix Energy. <laughs> big. Big. Energy. Big Penix Energy. Yeah, Big Penix Energy. I think the X <laughs> is silent on the end of Michael Penix Jr. Uh, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but yeah, Washington, Washington, I got them at number two. They'll have a big test uh, to end the season. They're at USC, home versus Utah, and then at Oregon State. Uh, at number three, I have the Florida State Seminoles, man. Impressive win over the Dukies. Their season is pretty much, in my opinion, sort of a... I don't know, an easy ride the rest of the way. They're at Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah they're at Wake Forest. They're right. at Pitt. They're home versus Miami. They're home versus North Alabama. The only game that I think could could get up and bite them is the uh, is the road game against Florida to wrap up the season. I think that's the one game that could uh, get up and bite them. But I, I honestly think that we're going to see Washington and FSU undefeated at the end of the regular season. At number four, I have the... Ohio State University Buckeyes. Offense still is very concerning to me. Nobody on there but Kyle, Mc- or excuse me, nobody on that offense but uh, Maserati Marv could seem to move the ball at all versus Penn State. The defense looks all world right now. That looks like one of the best defenses Ohio State's had since the Jim Tressel era. Uh, and I love yep. to see that. Flying around, JTT is a dude. Um, Tommy Eichenberg, uh, Josh Proctor. I mean, right now we have a lot of dudes on defense, and that's I love to see that. I love to see the silver bullets flying around and knocking people over. And we had Denzel Burke out last week. Yep. And can you imagine what that would have been like if he had been in? <laughs> Denzel Burke was out last week. Emeka Abuka was out last week, and so was, ah. so was Travion Henderson. Um, so some big names that were out for the Buckeyes against Penn State. I love the defense. Don't love the offense right now. It's going to be a huge matchup, dude, in a couple weeks. Let's just Michigan and Ohio State just keep the blinders on and keep pummeling people, and we'll see where it all shakes out after that last weekend in November. Uh, And then at number five, at number five, I have the Georgia Bulldogs. A lot of people have them at one. I don't. I don't have a lot of faith in this Georgia team. I didn't have a lot of faith in the team before Brock Byers went out, and now with no Brock Byers, essentially for the rest of the regular season and possibly for the rest of the entirety of the season, uh, I got a lot of questions around the around the Bulldogs. Uh, luckily, I, I, they play Florida, but they should take care of Florida. But then it is a hard gauntlet to get to Georgia Tech. They are home versus misery, home versus Old Miss, and then on the road against, against a very, very good Tennessee team. Uh, if they can go undefeated in those three team uh, in those three weeks, they will certainly jump up my uh, power rankings. But right now, I have Michigan, Washington, FSU, Ohio State, and UGA. Give me UGA at one. Um, it's just, I'm sorry, I can't put them out anywhere but one. When you've is been it the because the of what they've years. done the past two years, or is it because of what they've done this year? It's a little bit of both, honestly, um, and I think some of these rankings are are due to a little bit of both but it's it's a little bit of both okay. honestly okay um uga at one for me and then uh it goes to scum at two um they're they're just as as you mentioned they're the best team that jim harbaugh's ever had um and then i've got florida state at three as well um 
they're they're gonna win the ACC outright, and it's gonna be incredibly easy um, for them. So that'll be that'll be number three. Number four, I've got Ohio State as well. Um, they impressed me. Look, they impressed me because. Everyone wants to talk about, oh, well, that, that game was just crap. That game was crap. Blah, 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 blah. It was a top 10 matchup. And without people, if you just took away the names and just watched the watch the game, it was a top 10 matchup between top 10 defenses. Okay. Um, and, and Penn State had done really well all season on defense and it gave Ohio State a little bit of trouble early on. And that's why I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. 20 to 12 victory and then five i've got washington um so yeah it's same five just different different, different orders yeah. yeah yeah i moved oklahoma out because of that performance versus ucf man a ucf almost be oklahoma uh yeah they did i know this sounds stupid i i still think with a healthy quinn ewers texas is better than oklahoma uh, I know Oklahoma beat Texas, but I think with a healthy Quinn Ewers, which he's going to be out here. Yeah. Well, again, Quinn Ewers is going to be out for a little while. That sucks, dude. I, that kid is good. That kid is that kid is a really good college football quarterback. But this is back to back years that he's had a uh, quite a big uh, quite a big injury. Billy, let's get to the NFL for power rankings. At number one, I have the E A G L E S Eagles. At number two, I have the Chiefs. 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 At three, I have <laughs> Dolphins. Uh, number four, the 49ers after a complete dismantling by the Minnesota Vikings last night. What the hell were the 49ers doing? Uh, and then at number five, I have the Ravens who just went in and beat the bejesus out of the same old, old Lions. Lions. So Eagles, yep. Chiefs, uh, Dolphins, 49ers, Ravens. Give me the same five. It's it's the same five. It It's best order that I could put put together right now. Yeah. I think I'm with you. I love it because those top four, I really think, are going to be your four represent representatives to try to get to the AFC and NFC championship. I think it's going to be Eagles, 49ers, and Chiefs, Dolphins, and those matchups are just tantalizingly delicious. Yeah, there's there's no freaking doubt. All right, uh, let's get to uh, something that's happening tomorrow. The Hawks begin their season tomorrow, and let's do a, a Hawks preview. Uh, let's start with uh, Double O. Double O just got signed, and did he break off a bag yesterday? Holy crap, man. He agrees to a four-year, $62 million deal as the deadline ends yesterday, and good for him. Good for him. Yep. I, I like Double O. You like Double O. Yep. So that's a good thing for, for the Hawks. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, and it's a great deal, too. Like, uh, you think four-year, $62 million, uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's almost a team-friendly deal, man. Honestly, that's almost a an AA deal. It's not as close to some of the deals that the Braves have signed, but it's a very team-friendly deal, and we're going to get Anyeka Okongwu yeah. for, I believe it's going to be less than 10% of the salary cap, which for a guy of his caliber for what he provides statistically to the Hawks, pretty good deal, dude. That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, look, we've, we've all seen the Hawks over the last couple of years and have have wanted to see more offense. Trey looked like absolute crap last year. Um, didn't look like Trey Young. Um, there were moments that he looked like Trey Young, but he did not look like Trey Young all season long. I think you and I can both agree on for that. For sure. For sure. Yep. It wasn't the season that um, I think we all expected Trey to have. 
and it could have been the fact that you know Dejounte Murray came in and and they were trying to figure each other out, and that's a distinct possibility. This year is going to be interesting to see if they've figured things out because DJ is not going anywhere. Nope. And neither is Trey. Nope. Um, so that's well, those two. We say that. We'll yeah. see what happens at oh. the trade deadline. <laughs> those those two are kind of locked at the hip right now. Um, obviously, JC is gone. Um, that's something that we're going to have to do. Sadiq Bay is probably going to take over that spot in the in the lineup. Um, and he'll be he really extended. Do up. He, Sadiq Bay didn't get extended yesterday, so this yeah. is this will be his last year. He becomes a restricted free agent next year. It'll be really interesting to see. Um, my my question is how they handle CC and Double O um, as far as you know game management. That's going to be really interesting to see. You know what, how often they swap. Does Double O get more game time than CC? Um, I know. Plant's a little bit older than Double O, but you know we'll see how that works out. And also, Bryce, one of my biggest question marks is that three, and that's going to be, um, yeah, that's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I mean, right now the three looks like it's going to be a rotational position between DeAndre Hunter and AJ Griffin. Um, I don't feel terribly confident in either one of those players, to be honest with you. I think DeAndre yeah. Hunter's DeAndre Hunter's one of those guys that I feel like we've been sitting here waiting for him to take the next leap and become a running mate with Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, and he just hasn't. Like it hasn't it hasn't developed. Um it'll be interesting to see what Trey does this year. Like you said, a little bit of a disappointing year last year. Averaged twenty six uh points per game, which was down from his twenty eight the year before. His assist number did go up. He did have a double-double last year, 26 points, uh, 10 assists. But the thing that concerned me the most was the three-point shooting. He was taking less three-pointers, and he was making less of them. Shot 33% from three yeah. last year, shot 38% from three the year before, and was taking two threes per game less last year. Uh, he was hitting two threes out of every six he took the year before. He was hitting three, three threes out of every eight he took. I don't know if that's a product of DeJounte Murray seeing more of the offensive um, usage rating, but Trey, Trey and DeJounte, Quinn Schneider's big task over the offseason had to be finding out if Trey and DeJounte Murray could play together on the same court at the same time. And if they can't, then we need to move DeJounte Murray to that backup point guard role or bring him in as a backup shooting guard with the twos. Uh, because those two guys are too good to not be able to operate at full capacity when they're both on the court together. Um, backup point guard is going to be very interesting as well this year. I think it's going to be Patty Mills, but I'd love to see Kobe Bufkin move into that uh, that backup role at point guard. He played really good in the summer league. I liked him a lot in the preseason as well. I'd love to see Kobe Bufkin get more playing time as the year goes on and give Patty Mills some rest. Bogey off the bench is going to be good this year. Jalen Johnson at that four role, uh, backing up Sadiq Bay. Uh, I think our our big Achilles heel right now is going to be that two squad, the bench, the B bombers that come in. Uh, probably Patty Mills, Bogey, AJ Griffin, Jalen Johnson, and Yeko Kongwu is going to be the five that we roll off the bench. And in the preseason, man, they did not look good. They looked terrible. Our starters were just as good, if not better, than everybody we played. Uh, but the backup roles, man, they came in and looked pretty terrible. So that's going to be something that's going to have to, to have to change. I, I want to see OO and CC on the floor at the same time a lot this year. 
I want to see OO with that four, his quickness, his length. I, it, it, it lends him to be able to play a very uh, kind of a, a, a hybrid four, if you will. I want to see OO and CC on the floor more together this year. It'll be interesting, though. We'll go as Trey Young goes. And if Trey Young and DeJounte Murray can't figure out how to coexist on the court at the same time, it's going to be another long year for the Atlanta Hawks. Well, let's not forget uh, Trey Young was on uh, college game day with um, Pat, actually, believe it or not, um, and was interviewing him and talking about, he said, look, the sky's the limit for this Hawks team. And he obviously every team, every guy says that, but he seemed really, he seemed more confident coming from, you know, Trey Young. So uh, it was kind of interesting to see. And, and hopefully um, that, that follows through you yeah. know what i mean yeah back it up back it up all right bryce uh that they begin tomorrow night on the road right yes in charlotte yeah that's what i was thinking so um 7 p.m 7 30 uh seven o'clock okay Alrighty, hawks begin tomorrow night and let's get to bryce uh, you've got a segment on here and I, I can't wait to listen to this one uh yeah. the worst trades of all time yeah so i was sitting i was sitting here uh sunday and i was thinking of the deshaun watson trade like right now that trade looks horrendous you know like i i, I was sitting here thinking <laughs> is this is this the worst trade ever in the nfl I mean, Deshaun Watson, through two games now in Cleveland, he has a 59% completion percentage, uh, just under 2,000 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and an 82.09 passer rating. Uh, this season, Deshaun Watson is 30th in passer rating among quarterbacks who have started one game. He's worse than Matt Jones, Kenny Pickett, and Joshua Dobbs. Uh, Watson barely clears Jordan Love and uh, asks the Packers how that Jordan Love experiment is going uh, this year. So Deshaun Watson has been pretty bad for the Browns and what they traded for him. The, the Browns traded a 2022 first round pick, which was the 13th overall to Houston, which Houston used to trade up and draft CJ Stratt and the defensive guy out of Alabama. Why is my mind blanking the end yeah, I know who you're talking oh about. Oh, my God. I can't think of his name. Crap. I know exactly who you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. But they use that uh, to trade up a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 first-round pick, 2022 fourth-round pick, 2023 third-round pick, and a 2024 fourth-round pick. So the Browns... Anderson. Do what? Will Anderson. Will Anderson. Will Anderson. I was thinking Wes Anderson, but I'm like, that's a movie maker. It's not Wes Anderson. Will Anderson. Um, so yeah, Houston, Houston traded a guy who everybody thought was going to be a franchise quarterback and sort of reset their franchise and Houston's playing really good football right now. Um, they honestly might finish with a better record than the Browns and Deshaun Watson has done terrible. So it got me thinking, what are some of the worst trades of all time throughout all sporting events? Uh, so we're, we're going to start at the bottom here. The Herschel Walker trade, the Vikings acquired Herschel Walker from the Dallas Cowboys in exchange for five players, a first-round selection, and a sixth-round draft pick. This is the trade that kind of propelled the 1990s Dallas Cowboys. They were able to use those uh, draft picks to draft Hall of Famers Rod Woodson and Emmitt Smith uh, and rode the trades hall to three Super Bowl titles in the 1990s. So that's up there. What did, uh, what did the Vikings do with, with Herschel? I don't think they really did anything. 
Walker, he never nope. had over a thousand yard season for the Vikings. I know that. That was that was uh he didn't do anything. He did nothing. Nope. Uh at, at another bad trade, and this hits home. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Don't sue us, pal. Um uh, the, the Atlanta Falcons sent rookie Brett Favre Brett to the Faber. Green Bay Packers for a first round draft pick. Um the Falcons never gave Favre much of a shot. And a lot a lot has been rumored as to why Let- they traded him. Um, yeah, let's let's yeah. not just say the Falcons didn't give him a shot. Brett Favre didn't really give the Falcons a shot. Allegedly, either. allegedly, allegedly, no, allegedly, that, that happened. Pretty much, that allegedly, agreed. Allegedly, on. allegedly, if Favre's people are watching or listening, um, <laughs> yeah, that was not a happy marriage between Favre and the Falcons. Like that, just it didn't it didn't uh, didn't pan out well. Uh, another one, Kobe Bryant. Uh, the day before the draft, Charlotte shipped out its 13th overall pick to the Lakers in exchange for an aging center, Vladi Divac. And the Lakers turned that pick into Kobe Bryant, which I think he was, I don't know, semi-successful, won five NBA championships, and is, I, I would say, probably the second or third greatest Laker of all time uh, behind behind Magic and, you know, I don't know, maybe one or two other guys, but but def- I would say definitely behind Magic, maybe maybe one A with Magic. Um, I, I, you know, sticking in the NBA realm, Bill Russell was traded to the Boston Celtics, the St. Louis Hawks. Oh, traded Bill Russell to the Boston Celtics for Eddie McCauley and Cliff Hagen in 1956. Bill Russell went on to become the uh, best NBA center of all time, in my opinion. Led the Celtics to a record 11 NBA titles. And made Boston one of the most storied franchises in basketball history. And I will argue to my death that Bill Russell is the greatest NBA player of all time because the sole purpose to uh, playing games is to win. And Bill Russell won more than anybody ever did in the NBA. And the number one, probably most historic, worst trade of all time is Babe. This better be who I think it is. It's Babe yeah, Ruth. It it's Babe Ruth okay. for a musical. Uh, the Boston Red Sox traded future baseball god Babe Ruth for $100,000 and a $300,000 loan to finance a musical. Not for a player, not for not draft picks, which I don't think they had back then, not to become better, but the owner of the Boston Celtics, Harry Frazzy, dealt Ruth to the arch. Red Sox? Uh, yeah, Red Sox, excuse me. Uh, they de- uh-huh. they dealt Rue to the arch rival Yankees for money to fund a musical. Yeah, in Babe that, Ruth, that one, like, that one's the worst. It's the worst. That's the worst. But again, yeah, the, the worst. The, the the Watson the Watson stuff this weekend got me uh, got me thinking about that stuff. Yeah, he's he's been poo. He's been terrible. Poo-pie. Yeah, and I have him on my yeah. fantasy team, so I'm taking everything he doesn't do personally. <laughs> he had negative one point eight points this weekend. I still won somehow too. Yeah, that's good. It was a miracle, uh, Billy. Let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. We had nothing. We had a game seven in baseball, um, but nothing around yeah, our area. Uh, on these, yeah, Smith- we did. I didn't watch it. Um, I heard the Astros lost. That's, that's all that matters. I don't care. Baseball's dead. Uh, on the Smith's floor coverings, games and events calendar for tonight, state volleyball quarterfinals. Troop County is at Central at 6 p.m. If you are out and about tonight, make plans to get to the Central Gym and pack that out. 
make it a massive home court advantage for those Lady Lions out there. Make sure it's standing room only by 5 p.m. And make sure there is no room for those Troop County fans to come in and try to support their high school. Get out there and pack it out and make it loud. I mean, this is a monumental run for the Central Lions, uh, for the Lady Central Lions volleyball team. If they win tonight, they head to the semifinals on October 28th at 11 a.m. in Marietta against either Lamar County or Whitfield Academy. Excuse me, not not uh, Whitfield. They head to they head to Westminster. Excuse me, I was looking at the wrong bracket. They head to Westminster on the 28th at 3 p.m. Will be when the semifinals take place against Pace Academy or Stars Mill. So get out and support these Lady Lions, man. This is a huge, huge matchup. And the thing that I love even more about it, Billy, is it's on home turf. Yeah, it is. What about Temple and uh, Heard County? Temple and Heard County, they be- I believe they play tomorrow. Um, yes, they play tomorrow. Yeah. Heard County at home versus Mount Bethel Christian and Temple at home versus uh, Mount Vernon. And I will give you times on that one tomorrow. Perfect. Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goosby Real Estate Group. Uh, as Bryce mentioned, uh, Adolis Garcia becomes the MVP for the Rangers, and the Rangers dethrone the Astros to head to the World Series. <laughs> Good. Screw the Astros. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those guys. Uh, so also last night we had a game six in major league baseball and that was, um, Phillies and ass and, uh, diamondbacks and diamondbacks won to move it to game seven, which will be so good. Baseball's dead. If we can get, if we can get a D backs, uh, D backs, uh, Rangers world series, I'll be happy. I, I'll yeah. be happy. Can't wait. I'm ecstatic about that. Yippee. <laughs> I don't even know who won last Giannis year's it. World Series, to be honest with you. I have no clue. Really? Yeah, did the Phillies win last year? No. Oh. They went. Oh. But it was the Astros. Was it really? No. Yeah. If the Braves aren't involved, I do not watch. Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, secures a three-year, $186 million extension. Gee. That dude got G'd up, man. Uh, it, he has a he has a player option. Yeah, he in, did. In twenty seven, twenty eight. Uh, yeah, two time MVP. Wow, that is so. Him and him and uh, Dame, uh, him and Dame will be signed to the twenty twenty five season. Wow, that is a big number right there. Good, good for Giannis, man. Good for Giannis. Good job. The NFL suspends Broncos Kareem Jackson four games for illegal hits. Whoa, yeah, Jackson is in the appeal uh, process right now for suspension. Uh, but Jackson would forfeit half a million dollars in salary in the four-game suspension if it if it stands. Uh, he was ejected from the game Sunday uh, against the Packers for a sideline hit on the Packers tight end Luke Musgrave in the fourth quarter. It was the second time this season that Jackson has been ejected for a legal hit. Yeah. He's just, that's just bad. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, not good. Uh, Michigan staffer had tickets at 11 Big Ten games. You know what? Like, are you serious? The crazy thing about this is apparently he couldn't get tickets to a Georgia game uh, two years ago um, because they obviously <laughs> didn't advance scout Georgia that well. 
you know, I'm I'm gonna be on the side of uh, this is gonna shock people uh, as a diehard scarlet and gray, diehard Buckeye fan. I'm on Michigan's side on this. This is a stupid rule. This is a dumb rule. Like you broke it for sure, absolutely. Um, I, I'm, I, but it's a it's a dumb rule. It's a stupid rule. It shouldn't be on the books. It's not on the it's not on the books for any other. Uh, football league. It's not on the you know books for XFL, USL, USFL, NFL, high school football. Uh, I think it's stupid. It's a stupid rule, and there should be no reason the NCAA should have any power over any big university at all in college football anymore. There just isn't. Like, there's no reason to listen to them. We don't need them. We. So big- let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Yep. Right. The NCAA can watch film on every single player. On every single team, but you can't go physically to a game. Is that what you're saying? I think so. And you can't use you can't use electronics to steal signs. So what what they're accused of is Connor Stallions was at games filming the sideline and trying to steal steal signs with him filming it. You you can you can from what I understand you can go to games in advanced scout teams, but you can't use no I don't think you can you can but you can't use electronics to steal signs. So if if I understand the rule correctly, Connor Stallions could go to this game and write down what he saw with a pencil and a piece of paper and turn it back over to Jim Harbaugh and that would be fine. But if there is video evidence that Connor Stallings was recording the sideline and getting videotape of the play calls, that is electronically trying to steal signs, which is illegal. It's insane. It's nuts. But I, I don't think you. I don't even think you can go like physically go. I I think, but maybe. But the because thi- that's been that's been on the books, according to. Uh, and I can't remember who it is now. He was on Pat on Friday. He said that you can't, you can't advance scouts since 1994. It's been on the rule book since 94. Yeah, they said that the scope, the scope of the alleged, the, the sign stealing, what they're getting alleged of now, um, it includes uh, video evidence of electronics prohibited by the NCAA to steal signs and a significant paper trail. Uh, Stalin's forwarded the tickets he bought to at least three different people in different areas of the country. Sources say, which hints at a broad operation uh, for for Michigan. So, I, you know Imagine what? I, I'm not. I know people are crapping on Michigan, and I think a lot of people would expect me to, since I'm a Buckeye. But, I, dude, advanced scouting? Why is that illegal? Like, wh- what is this? 1932? I, I don't know. So stupid. I don't. Why are we listening to the NCAA anymore? They have zero power. They have zero power over big-time college football programs. Zero power. Nothing they say matters. Nothing they say matters at all. Michigan could turn to them and say, go to hell. We're not going to do anything you tell us to do, just like every single program has done in college basketball. I mean, Bill Self is still the head coach out at Kansas, and... You know, how much stuff did they find he was doing wrong? I I just I don't understand why col- uh, why big time college football programs give NCAA 
the day, in any time of the day. Like, I'd, I'd turn to them like, go to hell. We'll do what we want. Throw your rule book out. I mean, they've done it with the transfer portal. <laughs> I just, I don't understand, man. I don't understand it. You better. I, you You're know, I, just, I, I hate authority. Has- you know, any anytime I can get a chance to rant about authority, I will take it. All right. The Saints Chris Olave has been arrested for uh, alleged reckless driving. Yeah, uh, he got pulled over in a 30 mile an hour zone going 70 mile an hour. So what what are you doing? Come on, Chris, what are you doing, pal? What what are you doing? Dude, I I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State and and driving issues down in New Orleans seem to be a common occurrence. And then finally, nope, nope, I'm not doing this. No, we're not doing this. I'm not doing this, Bryce. No. Mm-mm. I'm not I'm not saying this last piece on another cup of coffee. I'm not. I'm not doing I'm not joining in on your your hate to the Braves right now. October baseball it. sucks and the Braves deserve to be shamed. Don't give a crap, dude. It does. No. Yep. Yep. We deserve to shame them every se- and In <sighs> fact, there were there were two stats I thought about writing down here cuz they both shamed the Braves. October baseball sucks. Come on. Anyway, yeah, come on. That's it. Yeah, Toronto no, Blue, Toronto doing, Blue Jays beat it. the Braves four to three in Game Six in Atlanta Fulton County Stadium to win their first ever title. MVP Toronto catcher Pat Borders. October baseball sucks, and so do the Braves. You're an asshole. Hey, every chance I get, <laughs> every chance I get, I'm gonna badmouth the Braves until the next season starts. Disappointing oh, group of oh, terrible years. Terrible. They better fix it this year. They better find some leadership in that clubhouse because there is none. There's a group of 30 children in that clubhouse. Not one leader amongst them. Not one. And I swear to God, if if Arcia is on this team again next year, I will not root for them one second. Okay. That is... You got anything else? Yeah, get rid of Arcia. Not because of anything he did on the field. The antics he pulled on the dugout towards the Phillies fans. Dude, you're a professional baseball player. Come on. Like, act like it, please. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with you. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah. Come on. Come on. Act like an adult, please. Act like an adult. Uh, no, I don't have anything else, man. Okay. Well, let's get out of here on a Tuesday. Uh, that's it for the morning five for Bryce. I'm Billy. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.